Chicotti. Lara is a Mexican-American comedian and storyteller who lives in Amsterdam and who has recently graduated from the Mezrab House of Stories with the title Very Professional Storyteller. Lara won the Best Newcomer Award at Edinburgh Fringe last year with her debut show, Girl, Latin, Deaf, which is playing until the end of the festival at the Western. Please make her feel very welcome. Um, the very professional storytelling thing, I, that was a joke I wrote on a website like a year ago. It had nothing to do with what I'm about to do, but not that it's going to be bad. But I just wanted to say that. Um, hey, are you well? Great, cool. Um, hi, I'm Lara. I'm going to tell a story. Um, when I first, uh, when I was told distance, I, first thing I thought of is my family. I'm, I'm Mexican, but I grew up sort of in Miami and in Mexico. My parents now live in Miami, and my parents have been doing long distance their entire life. They kind of like, that's what works for them. My mom goes to Mexico to work, then they're away for a year, and then they come back, and then they love each other for a year, and then they start fighting, and then my mom goes to Mexico for a year, and it's been going like that for 28 years. So. Uh, that's something. Um, <laughs> my, my mom and my dad live in, in Miami now, and uh, the longest time that I had gone without seeing them was uh, during the pandemic, obviously, which was the time when all of us did that. Um, and it had been like about a year. I had just before that moved to Buenos Aires, Argentina, and um, I had fallen in love for the first time, um, which is so exciting if you haven't gotten the chance. Um, <laughs> really wonderful time. It was so nice. I, I fell in love with this guy I met at at a comedy show he was just like sitting there and yeah it was great and we had just met um, we like fell in love over the course of three months so like for three months we were like dating and whatever and I was ending my I was studying abroad there so I was leaving in January um, and I was going back to to Amsterdam where I live and he was gonna stay and uh, we were like yeah for sure we'll see each other but it's like I don't know, you know? Like, he lives in Buenos Aires, and I lived in Amsterdam, and it was like, he was like, I'll move to Madrid, probably. And I was like, that'll be great. Um, but, like, probably not. And um, then the pandemic hit. The pandemic hit in March. This was 2020, and then we just had all this time, and we just FaceTime for, like, six months. <laughs> um, and so we fell in, like, we just, like, like, fell in love. Like, it was just a, and this isn't even what my story's about, so I'm gonna, I just wanted to tell you guys, that part was really nice. <laughs> um, we fell in love over FaceTime, and I was gonna see him for the first time in Miami in the end of July. So it had been like, yeah, what, seven months since we had last seen each other. Um, and he was gonna meet my family. He was going from Buenos Aires to Miami on a chartered flight because it was the pandemic and everything was closed. And um, we, we booked the flight, it was 1,200 bucks, which was so expensive, unnecessary detail. Um, and he goes, he goes to Miami, on, uh, he gets there on the 4th of July, first time he meets my parents, 4th of July, America's Independence Day, fireworks, when we're driving home, anyways, um, lovely. And we, we, get, we get to Miami, we're hanging out with my family. Um, he meets my family for the first time, and my parents live in a two-bedroom in Miami, so they were like, why don't we go? My, it was my older sister, me, my younger sister, me and my new boyfriend all of a sudden. Um, this random Argentinian man I brought into the house. And um, my sister is going out with her lover from, like, they were best friends when they were three. We know him very well. Um, they became roommates, then became lovers. Lovely story. They're getting married. Um, th this is, it's the seven, it's the... 
the seven of us. And we decide to go to a house in the northern part of Florida because it's cheaper and we can stay there for a weekend. And um, you know when you haven't seen your family or, or when you're in a long distance relationship, like when you first meet up with each other, it's like weird. Anyone here been in a long distance relationship? Yeah, globalization, that'll do it. Um, the, so it's like, it's weird, it's like, it's like you're like frozen and you're weird and then you have sex and then it's normal again. And it's like everything, oh, I know you and your weird little penis, I know you, you know? And so what's it called, we, we, like, the thing about family is that it's the same, but you don't have sex with your family because that's wrong. Um, so it's the same, you get with your family, you haven't seen them in a year and everybody's weird. And it kind of like, things don't get normal until like you kind of like fight or like go through a bad experience together. And then like the tension releases afterward. Um, so I get to Miami, I'm with this random guy um, and, uh, and my family and the t tense, like the whole situation's like weird. We decide to go to this house in the northern part of Florida um, and we're hanging out, we're there for four days and on the, on the I think it was the second day, um, we're like playing Boggle at night. Boggle? You heard about it? Um, <laughs> Boggle, we're playing, you shake it up. Um, and, um, and, and my sister, my older sister, is like, what if we just smoke weed as a family? Um, and I'm like, I, I'm like, for sure, yes, I love weed. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, think about me. Um, no, my, no, yeah, I live in Amsterdam. Um, I, no, I, um, I, I what's it called? My, I, I've smoked with my parents before. I've smoked with my mom. My mom's a really silly type of, like, the thing about my mom, it's not nice to smoke with her because she's, she's like, she's very, she wants to do a show for you all of the time. And when she's high, she only wants you to guess what emotion her feet are feeling. <laughs> and it's so boring because that's not a fun game for anybody except for her. So I know not to smoke with my mother. Uh, she's so silly. She always, she always carries in her bag. She carries like a, somebody might have to get me off the stage um, when it's time. I hope they heard. Um, what's it called? I don't know how long it's been. Okay, um, anyways, my mom carries in her bag, she carries like these teeth, these fake teeth that she wears. Um, well, and like, it's not actually funny that she wears the fake teeth, but it's funny that she wears them and then she laughs so much because she's wearing them that that's funny, you know? That's the type of woman my mom is. And my dad is like a triathlete, like super fucking intense, like been running his whole life. Um, but also like any commercial will make him just cry and he can't handle how much he's crying. You can't, sometimes I call him and I tell him about a commercial I saw and it won't cry together, my dad and I. That is real. Um, okay, so what, these are my parents. Why did I tell? Anyways, we go to this house in the northern part of Florida and we're all, because of the weed, we were about to smoke weed together. Um, and my, my dad's like, no way, like I'm not gonna smoke weed with the family. My little sister's there, she's 20, you know? It's like, but at the end, we all end up smoking weed. And um, my, my sister brings an edible also, tons of weed in this family, it's an edible. And also a THC pen, like a California fucking, like liquid gel, like that intense weed thing. And we all pass it around, everybody takes a hit. And um, when I pass it to my dad, my dad goes And we were like, what the fuck did you just do? Are you insane? We were like, are you insane? What are you doing? He didn't cough. He like just, he didn't even cough. He like inhaled, exhaled like shit tons of weed. In, in from like the liquid. And then he, he goes, I gotta go to the bathroom, <laughs> obviously. He's like. And he goes to 
it, my dad's 65 at the point, at this time. He goes to the bathroom, we're like, dad fucked up, like that was a bad idea. And me, my boyfriend, and my younger sister take a piece of the edible, just for fun. <laughs> we have a little piece of the edible. And um, my dad comes back, he sits back down, we're about to start playing boggle, and, um, <laughs> um, and he goes, I gotta go to the bathroom again. Fuck, like my dad's fucked up um, in this situation. And we see him, he starts like, he's walking away and he starts sort of like running and, and then he falls over, right? He falls over and his legs like go up and his eyes roll to the back of his head. And we immediately are like, oh my God, dad dead. Like dad had died. Um, and we freak the fuck out. Like, it's not, it's not even, it's just like immediate, everybody goes into freak out mode. Everybody picks him up, they put him in the bed. His eyes are like rolling back. He's like maybe seizing, we're afraid. Like we're deeply, we're scared, we're scared. And everybody kind of like has a role. Everybody knows what they're doing. Um, and I don't know what my role, like people are like holding his feet up. Someone's giving him like sugar in his mouth. Um, people are like, he has like, he cut his arm when he was falling because he has skin like paper. And he, he's like, um, like everybody's freaking out. So I'm like, should I call the ambulance? We're high, it's illegal to be high. Um, should I do, I don't know if I should, um, but I do, I call the ambulance and then uh, within like five minutes, like the, the firefighters are there um, and then they come in the house and they, they like check them out, whatever. And then the paramedics show up and this is the US, right? So I've heard that like the paramedics in the US will like come and they put you and they take you and then they put you in the ICU and then you have to pay a million thousand dollars. Um, and so I tell my sister, I'm like, don't let them in. <laughs> I'm like, don't you fucking dare let them in. They're gonna take our dad. <laughs> That's what I do. And, and so then we're standing in front of the door and we're like, you can't come in. And like, I called them, you know, it's so annoying. And my sister's like, you can't come in. And my mom's like, I will only talk to anyone who speaks Spanish. <laughs> if you speak Spanish, you can come into my house. And um, there was one guy, Manuel, driving the car and he spoke Spanish and he told my mom like, whatever, can we come in? And I was like, no. <laughs> and so they didn't come in. They didn't come in the house. They were standing outside of the house. They were so upset. Um, and my dad was sort of like, kind of like in this passed out state. The firefighter said he was okay. He just had like a pressure drop, but we thought he died. So it was like an insanely intense moment. Everybody was crying. Everybody, like, mind you, my partner just met him. <laughs> I just met him. He just met my family. And um, we, Everybody, like the, the paramedics leave, he's fine. He's just like broken. He has like a, a thing of um, like cold thing on his head. He's on the bed, it's like a big bed. And me and my sisters are sitting around him and the boyfriends are on the floor. And it's kind of just like, we're all like sitting there and, um, and what's it called? Uh, my mom comes in the room with a wig on her head. And she's like, let's do an improv scene. <laughs> she goes, she goes. She goes to my dad, she goes, you're Moshe, an Orthodox Jewish man giving his will away to the family. And no one blinked an eye. And we did an improv scene that lasted about an hour, obviously politically incorrect, we shouldn't have. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, like, it wasn't thought through, it was like a stereotype, obviously. Um, and we shouldn't have, and I wouldn't even tell you about it if it didn't fucking happen. <laughs> it was just so, like, I don't, I don't condone it having, like, we, and we didn't do anything wrong, really. But like, we all wore the wigs, you know? And um, my mom had the wigs in her bag. Um, and we all wore the wigs, and like, we like, talked about only the will, which was a made-up will. Um, and and uh, we were there for like, I don't know, it probably lasted like an hour, this improv scene. My boyfriend was in on it. My sister's boyfriend was in on it. We were all improv um, this will situation. 
Um, it kind of became like an Israeli telenovela. Uh, at some point we left, we got new wigs, we were each other's stepsisters. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, I don't know what the story's about. Uh, but it did happen. And uh, thank you so much for listening to me. Bye.